Welcome to the Hometown Sports Show, episode 15. We're doing the week five recap today, boys and girls. How are you doing, EAK? <laughs> We're doing good. We're doing good. I mean, kind of, kind of a, li- a little bit upset, man. I'm living down here in Texas and watching that Dak injury. I love Dak, uh, even though being a Browns fan, but I love Dak. Man, and being in, the, in a room full of Cowboys fans today and then watching that injury, it kind of sucked because he's on a record-breaking season, and uh, he really has been putting his team on the back this whole time. And then they finally got a win with the Red Rifle. It was sad because his season's probably over. Yeah, already, looking like About it, halfway through already, so. That injury didn't look great, man, so. You know, I, I'm hoping for the best for him, too. He's dealing with the contract stuff and all that. And, yeah, like you said, just a record-breaking season. You were saying you like Dak, and, yeah, you were yeah, you were huge on Dak last year. So I got to give you props for that because he, he's he's just been killing it. So best wishes. I hope he uh, turns it or turns it around. I hope he Turns it around. Wow. He turned his ankle around. (laughs) Right. I've seen geometry projects that are less complicated. Yeah. I hope he has a full recovery and comes back and kills it next year. I hope he gets the contract he deserves. Like, man, he showed enough to where, like, bro. That's what I'm saying, Give him the max. Like, it's not like, oh, well, you broke your ankle. We'll see. No. We saw. That's what I'm saying, man. Give the man his money. He came out here and he balled out for a team that wasn't even – the defense, they obviously didn't put a defense behind him. So to put that much pressure on a guy, every time he goes out and steps out onto the field, he has to score because he knows the defense is going to give up whatever. They had a chance to sign Earl Thomas, didn't. Like, it's just like, it's moves like that. It's It, it makes you question what the Cowboys are doing, and they've done that for a long time. They're not really big and active in the free agent game. I don't, I don't uh, during the offseason or whatever, they've been like that for a while. But uh, yeah, you gotta pay the guy. You gotta pay the guy, and not and it's not even a pity pay. It's not like uh, oh, I feel bad for you, so I'm gonna pay you. Like he earned this. It's a, this is a record breaking season. If Russell Wilson wasn't going off like he is, Dak Prescott by far the best quarterback in the league this year. Yeah, there were questions like oh, and man, I was right there too. Just like man, is he one of the five best in the league, or is he top ten, or is he kind of more of a system guy? A lot of people thought it's like man, they got. All these weapons, such a great line. Like, man, a lot of quarterbacks could do it, but not a lot of quarterbacks could be doing what he's doing. But, you know, we're moving on to the red rifle, and we'll see what Andy <laughs> Dalton's got. I mean, I, as bad as you feel for Dak, you kind of got kind kind of happy for Andy Dalton. Like, I guess no. let's see, see what happens. I don't know. I, no. I hope he does well, man, you know. so. But with that being said... There is silver lining to all this. Alex Smith got on the field today over yeah. there in uh, Washington, and his his injury was, oh, my gosh, miserable. He literally almost died because of his broken, what was it, like a shin or a femur or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got infected and all that. So, But, yeah, like you said, he's back. So Yeah, so there's I light mean, at the end of the tunnel. Yep, yep. All right, well, yep, we're here talking about week five, so – I was just going to run down the top five at each position in fantasy this week. Last week, we kind of had like one outlier at every position. There were a a few outliers this week, I will say. Quarterback, top five, we had Pat Mahomes, number one, 29.7 fantasy points. Fitzpatrick, number two, 27.6. Kyler, number three, 26.3. Deshaun Watson, 24.86. And number five, Jared Goff, he had 24.36. So, that's, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Fitzpatrick's up there. Jared Goff's kind of a surprise. But the other three you'd expect to kind of be up there. Running back, we had Ezekiel Elliott finishing number one. Miles Sanders finishing number two. Todd Gurley, Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs. So, you know, Mike Davis is up there, but he's really been killing it since McCaffrey's been out. So those names you wouldn't be shocked to see up there. This Wide receiver list, man. There's one regular and four outliers. This is crazy. Number one, Chase Claypool had 35.6 points this week. Had scored himself four touchdowns, three through the air, one on the ground. Number two, the dude we said to drop last week, Brandon Cooks finished number two this week at the position, man. (laughs) 
22 fantasy points. Number three, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Travis Fulgham? Did you have you ever even heard of that guy before? No, man. No, that's how this whole season's been going. He finished third at the position. He got 10 of 13 targets for 152 yards and a touchdown. Where did this guy come from? And then I looked it up. He did have 57 and a touchdown last week. So that's two good games in a row. I guess go out and get Travis Fulgham. I'm going to watch a YouTube video on how to pronounce his last name. Number four, DeAndre Hopkins. He's the one that you would have expected to be up there. 19.1 points. And then number five, Henry Ruggs had like two receptions, 110 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, it's that big playability from Henry Ruggs. Tight end. Travis Kelsey, number one at the position. Number two, Darren Fells. You know, Darren Fells was pretty good last year for a stretch. So it's not, I mean, it's surprising to see him up there. But, I mean, he's had stretches before. And Watson had an awesome game today. So not overall super surprising. Uh, Mark Andrews, number three. Darren Waller and Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham continues to be a thing. And (laughs) I can't recommend ever starting him or picking him up but i mean i guess picking him up at this point i guess you kind of have to no you gotta pick him up yeah yeah but man i do not want to start jimmy graham right now so i'm just i don't know the whole tight end like we said and we've said a million times if you ain't got like waller uh andrews kelsey somebody up in that range all of them are sketchy to play anyway man (laughs) so so if you ain't got one of the top like three four guys like, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So, moving on, we're starting with the Sunday games. Carolina Panthers beat the Atlanta Falcons 23-16. to Teddy Bridgewater, man, he had another good game. 313 yards passing, two touchdowns, 20.8 fantasy points. Right in that starting zone, you want to have at least 20 points. Matt Ryan had 226 and a pick for six fantasy points. You don't have Matt Ryan anywhere, do you? Because... He sunk you if you had him. Um, yeah, yeah, I got Matt Ryan. You did. I got him. <laughs> yeah, I got him. In, I got Matt okay, Ryan uh, because we. Yeah, we were super high on Matt Ryan just because of uh, their passing offense, and they have great uh, weapons out there. But Matt Ryan is definitely one of those guys. Honestly, if you're streaming quarterbacks and if you want to kind of keep that, yeah, Matt Ryan's definitely one that you can send back to the ocean. Because there's plenty other fish in the sea at this point, man. Just for the time being, just for streaming purposes only. Obviously, when you're streaming, somebody else may be able to pick them up or whatever. If you have somebody worse on your team that you'd like to drop. But yeah, Matt Ryan at the end of the day is not startable right now, man. Yeah, like he totally was at the beginning of the year. Those first, that first week where gauge julio and ridley just all went off and they the falcons have just been falling apart like more and more every single week they're zero and five now i feel like the thing that might save them is when they fire their coach this week that yeah. might help <laughs> it's actually probably going to happen before we release this podcast <laughs> yeah but yeah, i actually what well, well, what was that this just in yep yeah dan quinn out for the year man <laughs> yeah bro, right bro Bro, Joey. No way. He just, we just got fired. Bro. He just got fired two minutes ago. Bro. This wasn't even, we weren't even joking. This was <laughs> accidental. Bro, no fucking way did that. Bro. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. We got, so. I guess we got to leave this in. Yeah, we're going to leave this in because we're going to, uh, we're actually going to go on Twitter right now because this was accidental, but this is breaking news. We're going to have to go ahead and tweet this. So while we're here, go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at EAK Sports underscore. And Mike, let them know the rest. <laughs> that shit was just that was crazy. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> no, I was just talking about like while we're talking about it. Uh, and I'm at EAK Sports underscore, and they are at. I tweet at Show Hometown. So uh, check me out. Give me a follow there. Yeah, though, I like the move for uh, the Falcons, man. It's, I mean, I think Matt Ryan, keep him around, see what happens. I don't know who their their coordinators are. I think, I think do they still got Dirk Cutter as their wide receiver or their offensive coordinator? Like, turd cutter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, better, I guess better days ahead. Hold on to him, see what happens, I guess, at this point. 
that's pretty crazy. The, yeah, no, the that was minute good. that he gets fired, we were talking about it. So I'm I'm glad we started the podcast when we did. Joey said shout him out, so I'm gonna go ahead and give uh Joey a shout out. Anyone listening from Austinburg, go uh, stop by Honda up there in Austinburg. This episode brought to you by Nassif Honda. Go check out Joey Streets and Cindy Kellner and get yourself a brand new Honda. Indeed. Indeed. Best service in the car industry. Bar none. By far. All right. Uh, running backs in this game. Mike Davis, still a thing. He, I was completely wrong. Like, I, I thought he'd be usable and serviceable and stuff, but he's just been a star <laughs> since he got the role. 89 yards rushing, nine catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. 20.9 fantasy points on the day. I mean, I don't know when McCaffrey's coming back, but I feel like Mike Davis has at least played himself into some sort of a role once McCaffrey gets back. Like I And I agree 100%. To probably try to take uh, a little bit of the burn off of uh, McCaffrey. I think uh, take a little bit of burn off of him. Maybe, you know, not tire him out as much, whatever, whatever. Uh, even going into this game, I saw the Falcons were the favorites. And I was like, this is a no-brainer. Gurley had an awesome game today. Uh, he's actually he, knew, really... he could feel it. He could feel it. He's like, dude, if I don't have a good game, I'm going to get fired yeah, too. I might, yeah, I might be on the chopping block. Had 121 yards and a touchdown. Also had four catches, 29 yards. Ended up with 21 fantasy points. He has at least 14 carries in every game. And he has a touchdown in four of five this year. He only finished with single digits one time this season. So I wasn't a big girly fan at the beginning, but uh like you know. But this shouldn't make you a girly fan. Oh, it, it doesn't, but if you got him, yeah. which I don't play him. Yeah. So. Hey, J.R. Smith just won a championship. Lakers win the championship. J.R. got himself another fucking ring. <laughs> How in the fuck did JR get another? He's out there fucking jumping around in the huddle. Like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, so the, so what's that? What's the score? Uh, let him know. Yeah, Lakers, Lakers just won. I want to give a shout-out to LeBron. Greatest basketball player I've ever seen in my life. A lot of people say MJ. Man, for my money, LeBron's the GOAT. And <laughs> we'll see in uh, two years from now when... LeBron might be at six himself. If LeBron hits six, it's LeBron, period. At that point, oh, he was undefeated. Well, if LeBron can get to six and he's still fucking lost six, get the fuck out of here, you know? I don't know. That's how I feel. That's what I'm saying. He's going to break every fucking record in the book. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, too, though. He... Man, can I please get a like? Let me let me go ahead and take a uh, like a victory lap on Jimmy Butler. Not a victory lap, but I, man, you know how many times I put Jimmy Butler in my top ten, top fifteen player in the NBA, and people would like literally laugh at you, including people from Chicago, and maybe one or two of them will actually listen to this podcast. But uh, man, all the time. But I always said, I always said, it's just, Jimmy Butler has never been in a, a situation where he can be the like the sole provider of the energy on the team, man. Like, but he went into Miami and he really was the captain, and everybody really, I don't know, fell into line. And Jimmy Butler really, he proved that he is a significant player in the NBA. Period. Where do you think he ranks? Like the way he played this year was. Top five worthy. He was a top five player in the NBA this this no, playoffs. I just is he is he top five moving 15, forward? I don't top 15. fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, like, like in the and like because people used to blow me out of the water because I used to say that he was top fifteen. But people are allowed to fluctuate. But uh, just give them the average grade of what you actually think where they'll end up or who they can actually be. Yeah, there's going to be some better seasons or worse seasons. But uh, so many people live in the moment instead of living in, uh, like, the actual reality of the player's skill. And that's what I think, at, actually, at Hometown Sports Show, that what we really try to uh, tap in the most. Yeah, congratulations to the uh, the Lakers. Jimmy Butler, I know he didn't win, but, man, I think he gained more than anybody from the bubble, man. <laughs> I don't know. A whole new level yeah, of Lillard. respect for that dude. Yeah, Lillard, too, but... Jimmy was there at the end, and mad props to him. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. We we both said if you guys like, it was literally our only uh, uh, NBA podcast that we did. Just because next year we'll definitely get in uh, involved more in the NBA, but it just it was everything was on top of each other. Now we're in the baseball playoffs. Cubs already lost. Indians already lost. So we're probably gonna skip that too. It's just everything's on top of each other right now. So shout out Jimmy Butler. Shout out to uh, my man LeBron. And I hope that you get six, man. Period. Definitely. All right. I guess uh, back to this uh, Panthers Falcons game, <laughs> right? After Ooh. that, after that, uh, receivers in this game. My dude, DJ Moore, caught four balls for ninety-three and a touchdown. Finished with fifteen fantasy points. Pumped that he got a long touchdown in there and kind of saved his day. But man, Robbie Anderson, eight of thirteen, he caught. For 112, man, <laughs> he's a wide receiver too. Rest of season, it's always been like, oh, when's this Robbie Anderson ride coming to an end? But I don't know, man. I think this shit's legit and gonna last the rest of the season. Calvin Ridley, good game this week after that no show last week. He had eight for 136. Julio didn't play; he was hurt. Russell Gage only had 16 receiving yards. So if you played him, that wasn't great. And you know, tight ends in this game were pretty non-existent. Hayden Hurst only had eight yards receiving. But like we said, tough day for the whole Atlanta offense outside of Gurley and Ridley. And we'll see what happens when they uh, they got a new head coach. Maybe they'll uh, change stuff up and actually find a way to win at some point. I don't know. Moving on, though. Next game, we got the Raiders beat the Chiefs 40-32. to Derek Carr had himself a game. 347 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. 24 fantasy points, so good game for him. Mahomes, number one quarterback in fantasy this week. 340, two touchdowns and a pick, and then he had 21 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. Probably not many people played Derek Carr. I played him in daily, though, so I'm pretty happy with his performance. We got Josh Jacobs had 77 and two touchdowns on the ground. He finished with 20. Clyde Edwards had 40 yards rushing, but also 40 yards receiving, so Eight points, not great. You're hoping for more, but you're hoping for a touchdown, and it didn't come, so it is what it is. Henry Ruggs had that game I was talking about. Two receptions for a 118 and a touchdown, so. Yeah, and hey, you already know that I talked about Ruggs. He's coming, man. And and honestly, the Raiders are nice. The Raiders look good. They really do, man. I They're at least pushing for a playoff spot. I'm right there. I'm right there. Aguilar had 67 on touchdown. He's just been kind of like unbelievably consistent with it, you know, like a solid, like a solid little deep, deep, deep league flex. But, but then again, it's like a deep league. We're in a 16 team. That's deep. If you had Aguilar, would you ever put him in your flex? I don't no, know. No, 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 probably not. But I mean, if you weren't drafting like we do, <laughs> I might. Yeah. If you're sitting there with, and you had a bunch of injuries or something, it might be worth it. So, oh, I didn't even think about this. Giannis's brother got a championship before he did. No, <laughs> he's on the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, who's sitting back there with a Greek flag? No, Giannis's I mean, we, I'm a... brother. No way. Wow. Yeah, LeBron won MVP, if you can imagine. Shot 59% from the field, killed it. Tyreek had 78 yards receiving, and he had a rushing touchdown at 15 yards on the ground, so he finished with 15. And Watkins had 24 and a touchdown, but then he left with a hamstring injury, so we kind of stressed if it's not week one, don't be playing Sammy Watkins anyway. So if you had him in this game, you were probably okay, but don't play him moving forward, please. Tight ends, this is probably one of the better tight end matchups. We had Waller, he had got, he got five receptions 48 yards and a touchdown and then kelsey had eight for 108 and a touchdown kelsey is just a beast man he is the best in the league and that was that game next game rams 30 washington 10 you know golf had a good one 309 two and a pick i don't really want to talk about the washington qb situation kyle allen got hurt our dude we talked about it already alex smith got his first playing time since 2018 like we said, his life was threatened from this injury he had, and it's kind of crazy to see him back. So, man, and so shout, and shout so, out to Alex Smith. So happy to watch his uh, family cheer him on in the stands. It, it makes you a little bit more emotional, like just 
seeing how 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 him and her dealt with that entire situation while having the kids and staying strong and everything and you can see that she really did kind of like let all the emotion out uh seeing him uh relive his dream and i don't know the support system and everything and washington shout out to you guys too and everybody that helped the whole situation become a little bit more positive than uh, it started it was it was amazing yeah super positive moment and kind of a a lost season for the washington football team so running backs in this one daryl henderson he was sixth at the position so he had 38 yards and a rushing td 30 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown had 18.8 standard points so i don't know he's kind of a real cam Akers was back they all kind of got work this week cam Akers had nine rushes for 60 yards and malcolm brown had eight rushes for 30 yards so they all got work but man henderson is is the real deal so uh, I'd like to see them just roll with Henderson the rest of the year, but I can see them probably trying to work acres in as much as possible. So we'll see, though. If you, if you got Henderson, you're probably running him out there. So Gibson, he only he had 16 touches for 51 total yards. The Rams' defense is pretty good, especially with Aaron Donald up front. It's, it's tough to run against that. So I still think he's a start basically every week. The receivers... Woods had a good game, 71 and a touchdown. Cup had uh, 5 for 66, which isn't bad, but McLaurin only had 3 for 26. And it's like last week he had Haskins thrown to him. This week all of a sudden he had Allen thrown to him. Then all of a sudden he had Smith thrown to him. So just kind of a disjointed week for McLaurin. Um, I hope whoever's going to be the Redskins quarterback moving forward can get that connection back. There was, do you see that rumor that the Football team's trying to trade Haskins possibly before the deadline because they don't like his attitude and stuff. I don't know. He do- he doesn't seem like a leader, man. He seems there's something else going on, man. They were annoyed with him because like last week they lost and he was out there like joking around with all the uh, the players on the other team after the loss and oh it was against the Ravens. He was joking with like RG three and stuff after the game and then in the locker room he was talking about how. Hey, I had 300 yards. Like, please don't talk about your statistics, Dwayne Haskins. Like, you're below Daniel Jones in fantasy points right now, my dude. So, yeah, you had 300 yards in one year in the league. Shut up. Yeah, kind of chill on that. Tight ends, Logan Thomas really didn't do anything. So, I didn't even list him. Gerald Everett for the Rams, though, he had four catches for 90, and Higby had two receptions for 12. Next game. Houston Texans beat the Jaguars 30-14. Two good performances from the QBs. Gardner Minshew had 301 and two touchdowns, 19 fantasy points. Watson had 359, three touchdowns and two picks, had 24.8 fantasy points. So, awesome game from both the QBs. Uh, My guy James Robinson, he had his worst game of the season. 48 rushing yards, and then he had five catches for 22 yards, and he fumbled once. Super negative game script, though. Minshew threw it 49 times, so not not the best game script for him. So I still think he's a RB2, high-end RB2 the rest of the season, but this is, hey, everybody has bad games. John David Johnson had 96 yards rushing, so. Yeah, finally. Like, he's looking, he's looking good. New coach change, new... Uh little situation like uh, we're gonna get on to the receivers next brendan cooks looked good unbelievable <laughs> yeah yeah he really? looked... hey but you can only say good because i'm not gonna sit out here don't i'm gonna dial it back i don't want to get excited i'm not gonna try to pull naheem hines though i don't think that he is naheem hines but he was our guy from the beginning so it is a huge roller coaster we both dropped him last week mine i dropped him in the early bird nobody picked him up so he was still available, and you I picked him back up. I picked him back up today. I just can't quit Brandon Cooks, man. <laughs> I'm back on board. The Jags receivers, Cole had 29 and touchdown. Lavisca Chanel is kind of a dog, man. He's caught seven of eight targets for 79 yards, and Chark got hurt, but he only had three receptions for 16 yards. So Fuller had a good game too, 58 and a touchdown, and Cobb had 47 yards too. We talked about fells already. And that was basically it from the, the Texans game. Cardinals beat the Jets 30-10. to 10. Kyler Murray, 
it's so crazy. Halftime, he is always shitty. But, but then by the end of the game, he's always got like 25, 26 points. It's awesome. 380 yards passing, a touchdown, a pick. And then he had 31 and a touchdown on the ground. Flacco, he started in place of Darnold because I don't know fucking why. <laughs> <He did. laughs> uh, no, I think uh, Darnold had, what they what was it, coach's decision injury or something like that? Yeah. Uh, oh, he hurt his coach's decision. That's, that's no, 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 no. Like, uh, <laughs> coach was like, ah, it was an ankle. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We're gonna go with ankle today. No, I think he was hurt, so ended up being a coach's decision. Yeah. A healthy scratch at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, AKA, you ain't doing good enough. We're gonna put Joe Flacco in, but we're gonna save face because we still want you to be the uh, face of the uh, the team. But uh, you ain't proving it, so you're on timeout. Regardless, you weren't playing either of them anyway. Running backs: Kenyon Drake ran it 18 times, got 60 yards and a touchdown, ended with 12 points, which is his best game since Week One when he also had 60 yards and a touchdown. But Chase Edmonds. He was he led the team in fantasy points. He only had three rushes for thirty six and a touchdown, which, all right, Kenyon Drake ran it eighteen times for a little over three yards a carry. Edmonds ran it three times for twelve yards a carry, and then he had five receptions for fifty six yards through the air. What am I missing here? Can we please just give Chase Edmonds the job at this point? Come on, like yeah, man, enough of this shit, please. Seriously. Yeah, Chase Edmonds, he's been the better running back there uh, prior to even Kenyon Drake (laughs) even getting there, man. Like, even when uh, David Johnson was there, people were like, oh, man, Chase Edmonds, probably probably the one, he's the go-to guy. And, uh, I mean, shoot, even with how David Johnson has uh, performed thus far up until today, man, as a backup, Chase Edmonds has been doing better than both of these guys. Who would you rather have rest of season? Edmonds, right? Oh, 100%, man. I've tried to trade for Edmonds a zillion times. Yeah. But uh, I always try to undersell just a little bit. But now but now a game like this, it, I don't know. I kind of probably shot myself in the foot, and I won't be able to get Edmonds now. But it is what it is. Yeah. Left Bell returned for the Jets, had 13 rushes for 60 yards. So, I mean, I wasn't – Probably weren't playing Lev Bell his first week back from the hamstring injury, but you know at least he got in there, got some work, and had a decent game. So if you need him, we're coming into bye weeks, and if you got him, I mean, if you have good options, don't play him. But if you need him, I I feel like you can. Maybe if you have good options, <laughs> <laughs> he's an option. I won't give him a good option. He's an option. He ain't even a running back. No, he's a backup level. They, I mean. If you got anybody else that's healthy, run him out. Yeah, it's like, who are you playing next week? Lev Bell Chase Edmonds or, or Lev Chase Bell? Edmonds. Probably Chase Edmonds. If you, who would you play, Lev Bell or Antonio Gibson? Oh, Gibson. Probably. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, he's probably going to be like the, the first one, I'd probably play Bell and be salty because I should have played Edmonds. But And it's just like, that's just the emotional part of fantasy football, though. But I definitely understand what you're saying. Receivers in this one, we got uh, DeAndre Hopkins was incredible yet again. He had six receptions for 131 yards and a touchdown. I wrote that. That's what I wrote. So I said it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, why did you sound so much different? Like you, I was like, why do you sound like you're reading off? I was gonna say that off a teleprompter. Oh, because I'm reading off a fucking teleprompter, Eddie. That's why. my man. I love it. Christian Kirk had five receptions for 78 yards. Jamison Crowder had eight receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. He's played three games this season, and he's had at least 10 targets, seven receptions, and 104 yards in all three. If you have him, start him. What do you think about that? I think I think it's Crowder, kind of a dog right now. Gotta play him. I got him. I Dude, I don't know how uh, it panned out in uh, FanDuel because it was down all day. So I know all my FanDuel FanDuelies out there, they're, they're feeling the same way. I have no idea if I won or not or whatever. With that said, this is the uh, worst start for the Jets in 24 years, man. 0-5. Like, they've been bad for a minute, but uh, 24 years, that's a long time. Jamison Crowder's like a bright light in a black hole. 
Like, can you see a bright light in a black hole? I don't know. Uh, tight ends, I'm not even going to say your dude's name. CH over there for the Jets, not even worth saying. Yeah, man. Just yeah, Moving on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Herndon. There it is. Next game, Philadelphia Eagles lost to the Steelers. <laughs> Chris Herndon. There it is. Moving on. <laughs> I love it. Steelers beat the Eagles 38-29. to Wentz, he's going to lead the league in interceptions this year. I didn't even think he was that kind of dude, but two touchdowns, two picks. I mean, it's probably going to happen, man. No. Roethlisberger killed it. Uh, 239 and three touchdowns. Man, the Steelers, the Steelers look good. Yeah, they're... It's crazy. Chase Claypool killed. Let's hop into the wide receivers real quick, just because yeah. Chase Claypool looked like a game. dog, man. You were like, calling him out earlier in the man. season. Adam, Adam. And it feels like it's been about three months since the Steelers have played... But, like, man, yeah, caught 7 of 11 targets, 110 and three touchdowns through the air. And then he had a rushing touchdown, too. Like, man, save some for your damn teammates, man. Yeah, fucking even James Conner out there, like, man, I'd love to be Chase Claypool right now. Juju had four for 28, and Deontay had one for negative two yards. That kind of hurt a lot of people, I feel like. Everybody's like, oh, Deontay's back, and... Just nothing. Minus .25 and shit. Running backs in this one. Sanders had 80 yards and two touchdowns. Dominated today. He he did good today. Connor had 44 and a touchdown. If you played him, you're probably okay with that. Again, Travis Fulgham came out of nowhere. Caught 10 of 13 targets. 13 targets for this guy. 152 yards and a touchdown. Like, who thought this was going to be the tra- Travis Fulgham versus Chase Claypool matchup? And Zach Ertz had one reception for six yards. Next game, Ravens beat the Bengals 27-3. This was kind of sad to watch, man, because, like, Burrow was just out there. He's trying his best, and the Ravens are just so much better than the Bengals in almost every single aspect. Lamar has kind of taken a step back. He's not the MVP guy he was last year. He's 100%. 100%. And that's why I think uh, one of the things that I wanted to say at the very beginning of the year, and I wanted to uh, make sure I drove that shit home, like the, I think Lamar's a dog. I think he's like honestly has potential to be the GOAT, but in real in the realistic, uh, if you look at it realistically, the chances of you doing something like that, is just it's it's just not real. But yeah, I just I just really thought that I didn't think the passing was real last yeah. year. He led the league in touchdowns. I didn't 100%. think that was something that was going to happen. But I thought the rushing was real. I thought it would be a, a step back this year. Like they wouldn't do so many designed runs, but he'd still be taken off because he's still more athletic than everybody he's up against. And so I still thought he'd end up with like 800 rushing yards, but that just, it doesn't even seem like it's going to be close. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's not playing to be a fantasy superstar. He's playing to win games and they're four and one. So it's working right now. Burrow, he only had four fantasy points. And I bet you he was, you probably weren't trying to start him against the Ravens, but if he was your number one quarterback and he was awesome the first four games of the year, so I could see you starting him. But yeah, not a great game. Mixon, he had an okay game. He's just getting so much work that you got to run him out there. He had 24 carries. Like, I don't know if any other running back in the league had 24 carries this week. That's a Maybe lot. not this week, but I think, uh, what was it? Uh, Hen- Hen- got 22 last week or yeah. 21. And Henry hasn't played yet, so Henry's probably going to get 28 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the only reason I compare him to, uh, to Drake is, like, you can get a lot of carries and not be good. I think Mixon is better, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, then 35 yards receiving. Not great, but the Bengals only scored three points, so it's not a bad game. Mark Ingram had 11 for 57 on the day, which is a pretty okay game for Mark Ingram at this point of the season. Dobbins had one carry for 34 yards. And yeah, can you three- get the ball to Dobbin a little bit? Yeah, three receptions for 21. This reminds me of like two years ago with the Browns, how we had Carlos Hyde. 
he was the veteran and everything. And we had Nick Chubb and it was like, everybody was like, this dude's leading the league in yards per carry. Can we get this fucking guy some more work? And then we ended up trading Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb became like the best waiver claim in history. So I I really feel like that's kind of similar to what the situation. And I do feel like fantasy analyst people are not the only people that can see that Dobbins is the more talented guy. Mark Ingram, I think, is better than Hyde was then right now. But it's like, I don't know, man. Get Dobbins in there. Dobbins is a buy low, so grab him. Maybe I'm just saying that because I just bought him today. (laughs) But, you know, who knows? T. Higgins led the Bengals in receiving yards today. Four of eight targets for 62 yards. Boyd caught four of six for 42. And A.J. Green left the game with a hamstring injury before he caught a pass. So if you had A.J. Green, are you holding on to him at this point? You, We kind of already knew that this was uh, the route he was going to take this year. I mean, it's over for A.J. Green, man. I mean, it's it's so sad. One second, my brother's FaceTiming me. See that, Mike? What is it? The Lakers one. You know it, brother. LeBron's MVP. Of course. What are you doing? Uh, me and Eddie are podcasting. Can you hear him, Ed? What's up, Eddie? We're in. Hey, this is our first call-in. What do you think about the Lakers? LeBron's the GOAT. LeBron's and, uh, the GOAT? Not Michael yeah. Jordan? No, LeBron's, I think, the only one that's ever won one finals MVP with three different teams. So I think you're right, man. How about uh, J.R. Smith getting another uh, title? Uh, he really earned he, that ring, didn't he? He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> How about <laughs> Deion Waiters? <laughs> I love no. it. What are you doing? Isn't it a school night? Yeah, I'm going to eat some soup. You're eating some soup? And uh, J.R. really doesn't deserve to be on LeBron's team. He messed up LeBron's other championship runs that he didn't make because of LeBron. Oh, oh, okay, I see it. I like it. I like it a little bit of. What do you think about the Cowboys since 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 you're on your live? What do you think about Dak Prescott getting injured? That really sucks. <laughs> yes. yes, yes it does. Did you see? Did you see the injury? No, I just saw him on a stretcher. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess he uh, actually like broke his ankle like it's it was sideways it was oh really yeah it was bad it was nasty look it up on uh youtube probably look it up on tiktok i was gonna say that i was gonna say or whatever you kids do now tiktok tiktok's gonna be filled with uh lebron all right you're not gonna be able to see anything but lebron just like the day kobe died you couldn't see anything but kobe right we got three games left i'll give you a call afterwards okay you'll still be up all right, love you. Bye. Bye. Kids, man, there's something. A little shout out to little DP Free. Shout out to little Daniel, man. He's a cool dude over there, uh, holding it down, holding it down for the hometown sports, holding it down for the stomping ground. Hey, Ravens. We got Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. Both had good games. Marquise 77 in a touchdown. Andrews 56 in a touchdown. I love my man Andrews. Yeah, yeah. So that's really all, all from this game. Next game, the Dolphins beat the Niners 43-17. to Fitzpatrick is just a magician. Fitz magician. He's a beast. 350 and three touchdowns today. 27 fantasy points. Miles Gaskin had his best game of the season, too. 16 for 57 and a touchdown. Caught five for 34. Matt Breida, though, he had nine rushes for 28. And uh, he had 31 yards, so... 59 or 59 yards for him. I mean, that's one of his better ones. McKinnon really, I didn't even write him down because he got like th- like two yards or something for the game. So uh, now that Mostert's back, Mostert showed he's the man. So even this was really a weird got Niners. About, he really yeah, only yeah. got about two yards. You know what's so you know what's so crazy is I told uh, one of my homies I was like, man, play them both. There's no way that they're gonna just run Mostert out the gates. And man, was I wrong. That hurts. Yeah, yeah. Mostert's a beast, though, man, really. Like, and I get it, but, like, because he has proven that he was so good, like, I didn't think that they'd be like, all right, full steam ahead. Yeah, the whole whole team was really messed up today, the Niners. Their quarterback, like, 
Jimmy G started the game, then he got pulled, and C.J. Beathard came in. and so, Like, Kendrick Bourne had 30 yards and a touchdown. Ayuk had 44 yards. Kittle had 44, and that's basically it outside of Mostert. So they're, their whole offense. On the other hand, the Dolphins, Preston Williams, man, we've always been big Preston Williams fan here at the Hometown Sports Show. He had four four catches for 106 and a touchdown today. Yeah, so. he's a big body receiver, man. What he's like running out there like six four or something, but it looks like uh Fitz Magic's actually is that is that the co star to the Magic Show? The Dolphin Magic Show? Well, I think there's a bunch of co stars. Parker had another good one, fifty and a touchdown himself. And then Mike Gasicki, man, five receptions for ninety one yards. Yeah, so. man. Shout out to Gasecki. Shout out to you for uh killing me on the uh Herndon Gasecki bet. And with the whole circus theme going, uh, shout out to Jordan Howard for being a side act or a sideshow. <laughs> fucking sideshow <laughs> over there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm happy for him. He got to watch the game. Yeah, healthy scratch. Just go ahead and sit your ass down right here. Don't worry about it. You're still getting paid. This next one, man. The Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants 37-34. to 34. You see the Giants scored 34 points. Daniel Jones, breakout, right? He had 220 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions for 8.1 fantasy points. They threw up 34, and he threw up eight fantasy points. Outside the top 25 at the position. Insert insert hometown stamp sound here. Yeah, if if you have Daniel Jones on your team, pick up Andy Dalton. (laughs) <laughs> if you got daniel jones on your team pick up alex smith <laughs> if you have daniel jones on your team just drop everybody if you got daniel jones on your team you might be a redneck shout out to jeff Foxman. <laughs> yeah though andy dalton like okay Dak broke his uh ankle out for the season so you got your choice between like Andy Dalton and Jared, Andy Dalton, Jared Goff, and Ryan Tannehill. Rest of the season, how would you rank those three guys? Tannehill, Goff, Dalton. Going Dalton last in the Cowboys' offense with Cooper, Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. You think Dalton's just out? Ah, man, stop, stop doing this to me, man. You always try to put me on these, uh, because like even, because I, because then I say some stupid shit and I'm like. <gasps> Dalton, and then uh, like I did with Gallup, uh, but I'm not gonna do it this time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The Red Rifle does have a, a freaking arm, man. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna solidify that. I'm gonna go uh, Tannehill, golf Dalton, just because I don't think that they have figured it out defensively. Week six on Dalton Tannehill bet. Oh my fuck! You had to pick Tannehill. That he was your number one. What are you talking about? I had you picked him, not me. <laughs> okay, 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 <sighs> okay. Yeah, I feel like Tana Hill. I feel like Tana Hill was the Dalton that at one time in his career, and I think that uh, he's proven he's actually proven that he can be better. But I understand why you're confident in choosing Dalton because I never thought that he was total. Yeah, I don't think but, Dalton's good, but, but man, yeah. just the weapons, they're going to be slinging that ball. Yeah, because he's a, he has a rifle. He, that's why they call him the Red Rifle, man. Yeah, it's definitely a step down, but man, I, I think it's a good situation. He was always okay. The Around the NFL podcast, I don't know if you ever listened to them. They had a thing, they they do this thing in the offseason, it's a... Uh, they used to call it the Dalton scale, and now it's probably something else. But it was basically, it's the middle guy. You pick the middle guy, and then you rank the quarterbacks. If you if your quarterback's better than Andy Dalton, you don't need a quarterback. If your quarterback's worse than Andy Dalton, you need a quarterback type thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, he's always so, been, like, he's a middle-of-the-road guy. He could be starting for the Giants right now. So what you're saying, you kind of, what do you think? You think Goff is that guy now, right now? I mean, he's probably pretty close, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's probably, probably is him, man. Really. Yeah, I um, think that's probably pretty close. Yeah, always. It was kind of a. It's a pretty cool idea for a segment, though, that they got there. Running backs. Devontae Freeman had an okay game. He finished with fifteen, 
60 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Zeke yeah, he, had not- he looked good, too, oh. man. Watching him play, he looked good. And he looks big, man. His arms look swole. Like, uh, he looks like he's obviously been keeping in uh, shape while he's been on the offseason and free agency or whatever the case may be. But, uh, man, he look, really looked good quick, all that good stuff. Uh, I think Devontae Freeman's probably a solid move going forward. But Gallman didn't look bad running-wise at all either. Our big thing with Devontae, like, I don't like him. I will say that. But our big thing was he was hasn't played. He didn't go through training camp, none of that. So it takes a little time. And, I mean, that was an okay game. So receivers, we had some good receiving games in this game, of course, because of the – of the Cowboys were involved, but Slayton had eight. No, yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, that's so funny because, uh, yeah, like, that's exactly what I was going to say. But don't count out Slayton because Slayton is a dog. I'm a big Slayton Got fan. Daniel Jones out there throwing not dimes. I don't know what he's throwing. And Slayton's still a beast. C.D. Lamb had caught eight of 11 targets for 124. He's a beast, man. Did you see the? Did you did you watch the game or no? I watched the end of it. Man, well, I don't know uh, when the end started for you, but there was this the pass right across the middle, and see Lamb he caught it. Uh, I think it was Dak still at the time, but uh, he threw it up a little bit high, and man, he kind of left him a little vulnerable. And CD Lamb got smashed in the back of the head. Man, still held onto the ball and like. I know that you've been super high on CeeDee Lamb, and it's not like that I wasn't. But, like, at that moment, I was like, this guy is a dog. I, I actually went and grabbed another beer out of the fridge, and I was like, I was like, this guy's going to be my favorite player in the league. You had to crack it in honor of him? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, Pour one out for the homie. Well done. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, he, he really is probably one of my favorite players to watch in the league, man. Uh, Michael Gallup, did you see the two catches on the last drive that yeah. Michael Gallup made back-to-back? They were both so awesome. Yeah, Michael Gallup's a stud. That's, that's like, I can't believe I just went so hard for uh, C.D. Lamb right there. Like, I, the whole Cowboys receiving core, watching them play is awesome. The two that struggled today, it, and it wasn't a super high-passing game overall for the Cowboys like it has been, uh, Cooper only had two for 23, and Dalton Schultz only had one catch for six yards. So those were disappointing days. I'm not super worried about Amari Cooper moving to Dalton. I'm a little worried about Dalton Schultz, but, you know, that first name, last name connection thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Dalton, 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 yeah. the Dalton, that's got to be worth something. So I'm, I'm right there. All right, there. Evan Ingram had a touchdown on the ground today, so we are on our last game already. And you know, it's the Browns, the four and one, third place in the AFC North. Browns beat the Colts thirty-two to twenty-three today. You know, we haven't been four and one since nineteen ninety-four. I think I saw today. I wasn't even a football fan at that point. I was six, so. I didn't even know what the Browns were at that point. Rivers had five fantasy points. Baker had... Rivers had five? Yeah, he had 243 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, five fantasy points. Man, that's, had, and that, that's so sad because I, I was looking forward to uh, Rivers this year, man. I really was. I wouldn't be surprised if he retires after this year, man. He got a lot of kids to worry about anyway. I don't even know why he's playing football anymore anyway. Probably to pay for those kids. Because he's got nine kids at home. Daddy got to go to work. I wouldn't want to go home either. He's going to play until he dies on the field, bro. I don't care how awesome your kids are. If you have nine of them, holy cow, that's a lot, man. I I might rather get... COVID. Miles Garrett, too. (laughs) (laughs) Baker had 247-2-2. 15 fantasy points. That's an okay game. I wish he hadn't thrown the two picks, but like like I've said over and over, I don't really care about Baker's fantasy uh, production. I'm only worried about the win production for Baker, and it's yeah. looking pretty good right now. Yeah, Baker's definitely one of them Derek Carr-type quarterbacks. I ain't going to get him in the uh, 
he's he's not my fantasy quarterback, but he's hashtag my quarterback. Taylor, Jonathan Taylor had 12 rushes, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Finished with 13.4 fantasy points in standard. So pretty solid game. Solid overall. Kareem Hunt had 20 for 72, and then he had 21 yards receiving and a touchdown to finish with 15.3. Dearness Johnson, one of those uh, waiver claims we were talking about, he had eight rushes for 32 yards, so he really wasn't super involved. Kareem Hunt basically took most of the work. But that's also the Colts' defense is pretty stingy this year. They're not giving up a ton. So I feel like against worse defenses, Johnson will maybe have a little bit more of a role. We didn't really have much in the way of passing for the Browns. Beckham had five receptions for 58. Hooper had uh, he, he had 10 targets. He caught five of them for 57. But, man, he was getting targeted all over the place. Jarvis, I don't didn't write down his stats, but he had two really bad drops in a row. It was, they were like five-yard passes. And I know sometimes Baker doesn't have the best touch so maybe they were a little too hard for Jarvis, but they were right on the hands, so I don't know how he dropped them. So for the Colts pass catchers, Hilton had his best game of the season. He had six catches for 69 yards, so that's kind of good to see. It's a little bit of a bounce-back game. Maybe they're kind of developing that connection. Mo Cox didn't have a catch. Trey Burton had five catches for 33 yards for the Colts. And that is it for our Week 5 recap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in. The Browns are now 4-1. Uh, JR is shirtless. Thanks for tuning in. Catch us on Facebook. Catch us on Twitter. EAK Sports underscore. Mike, uh, show them show out. Show them the door. At Show Hometown, check the website. www.hometownsportsshow.com. Check the news tab for all the notes and stuff from the show. That is basically it. Send us an email. We don't have an email, but send it. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> uh, send it. You know, if you write us an email and you wish really hard, we'll get it. <laughs> that, that's how that's how it works over here at Hometown Sports Show because everybody knows everybody, and we'll make sure that we get it. We'll be back Friday with the Week Six preview. So uh, until then, stay cool, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh, stay cool, man. Deuces!